Okay, don't move. Let me get a picture. Okay, I'm gonna hit stop, right? Too many times a day, so many ways to say that I wouldn't hurt you. These bars are closing down, Mr. Daniel's getting out, you can see it too. So if you wouldn't mind, take this hand of mine and show me around the floor. It's been a long week, and I'm tired of feeling weak. I'll give you what you for. I don't care what they say, I'm moving with urgency to the band. And we're all sitting on your chest, says it'd be a shame if you didn't prance or take this chance. Oh, I wouldn't. Ask no one else Cause I don't dance Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of What's Next Podcast I'm here with my man Chase Abrams This is your first time listening to What's Next Podcast We feature entrepreneurs, athletes, musicians Whatever the case is, we have it um, Our main focus is to motivate the younger generation not just the younger generation, but, you know, everyday people to follow their dreams, you know, and uh, be inspired by people who I'm sitting across from, like Chase. Um, now, if you are a returning viewer, um, we appreciate you for, you know, checking this episode out as well. Um, uh, it's always good to see uh, people supporting us because we put a lot of work into it. Now, man, Chase, native Harrodsburg, Kentucky native, talk a little bit about growing up in Harrodsburg and what was that like? Yeah, uh, well, first let me say thank I appreciate you having me on your podcast. Of course, man. Man, it means a lot, man. It means a lot. Uh, yeah, growing up in Harrodsburg, man, uh, you know, my, that's where my family's from. Uh, they've been there since the 50s. Uh, wow. Yeah, yeah, a long time, a long time. Uh, you know, grew up there, went, went, to, went to elementary school there, went to middle school there. Uh, you know, ran my roots down, the, down that ways. You know, I have a lot of good friends uh, still down there in Harrodsburg. And, uh, it's kind of what I base most of my personality off of is like that sort of like childhood, um, like where I'm from kind of thing. Yeah, you always want to carry where you're from. Wherever you go, you want to carry it with you because it's your identity. You, know, you right. represent Harrodsburg. You want to yeah. put Harrodsburg on the map, right? Right. Um, where did the music, country music, love of country music come from? Yeah, uh, so that's a that's a good question. Um, I was probably... I was probably around seven, eight years old, you know, I was, I was, I was a young kid, I was a young kid, and uh, my mom and dad, you know, were always playing country music, you know, to and from school, like picking me up, wherever we went, it was on the radio, um, and uh, I can remember, you know, one good memory from that, I was in, I was in my living room, uh, in my old house there in Harrisburg, and uh, Travis Tritt uh, music video had like popped up. On the uh, on the big TV screen that we had in the living room, and uh, I, I don't know, I, I think something just sparked from there, and then you know, since then on, I've just been listening and, and singing. You're like, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, pretty For much. Sure. Now, um, 
who are some people that you like like you you kind of follow you know you you're inspired by you model you're singing after who are some people that you look up to uh definitely definitely my number one influence is uh keith whitley you know keith, keith whitley is uh he's actually a, a kentucky native yeah. um and in my opinion he's, he's the best country artist of all time uh you know sadly passed away at 33 years old in 1989 but he was uh you know just his songs you know resonated with everything you know that i've been through and you know you know that includes his happy songs his sad songs um and you know, going through what he sings about is just like, wow, okay, like this guy, this yeah. guy knows, you know. I think yeah, you, as as a listener, you, you like what you hear, right? But another thing that's important is understanding what you're hearing. Right, right? yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's that's a huge part, and especially a huge part when it comes to being, in, uh, being a singer-songwriter, you know. So you kind of take those things uh, that you love about music, um, and that's the you know stuff you want to talk about, um, and you kind of you know you put that all into a song. Nice. And Keith yeah. Whitley does a really good job of of doing just that. So he's definitely my biggest influence. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, now you, you talked about people you model your your singing after. I see a lot of Johnny Depp in you a little bit. Um, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did Johnny Depp? Where did that come from? <laughs> Johnny Cash. I knew it was Johnny. <laughs> Johnny Cash, I see a lot of Johnny Cash, but I want to ask you about, you know, I'm actually sitting next to a guitar, it's no. your guitar, yeah. um, you got your first guitar at nine years old, now I know that was kind of an emotional moment for you, yeah. talk a little bit about that and how that that emotion came upon you. Yeah, no problem, so I mean, like I said earlier, you know, at seven or eight years old, I really fell in love with country music, and um, I don't remember asking my, 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 mom and, uh, my mom and dad for the guitar, but I got it for Christmas uh, when I was nine years old. And um, I remember just, I, I, I don't know, I just remember trying to play it, and I couldn't, like, wrap my fingers around the neck of the guitar, and I couldn't fret anything, and I was just, I, I got so frustrated. You thought it was going to be easy. I did, yeah, exactly. And I never really picked one up again until, you know, uh, last year. So I'm glad you got back to that guitar. <laughs> I am too, I am too, trust me. <laughs> um, talk about your family. Now, your family, you guys were raised, like you said, you, You've been there, your family been there since the 50s um, in Harrodsburg, Kentucky. Yeah. You guys were a family that was invested in farming. What did that teach you? How did that mold you? Yeah, uh, so, you know, in the 50s, my uh, my great-granny B uh, and, and her, oh, man, please don't, oh, please, please don't take me bad for this, but there, she had, she, she had seven, I think she had six sons and a daughter. I can't think right now, but, you know, they all kind of just, you know, they all had that influence in, in the farm life, you know, just waking up every day, working hard, uh, you know, hitting the mills, milking the cows, you know, all that good farming stuff. And right. uh, that really kind of trickled down um, to my dad and, you know, my dad, you know, teaching me about really hard work. I mean, I've never, I've, I didn't really grow up on a farm. But I grew up on farming ways, if that makes oh, any yes, sense. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, farming so, values, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to ask you this. What age were you like? Did you? What age did you notice that you were good at singing? Where you were like, holy cow! Like I actually, I actually can sing. <laughs> Great question, man. Great question. Um, I was probably, I was probably sixteen. I was definitely sixteen. I was taking my, uh, I was taking my little brother and my little sister to school over in Lawrenceburg, and uh, or no, sorry, I was, I was picking them up from school. Right. 
And uh, I would there. I, I always just I would always sing in the car, and like you know, it didn't matter what time of the day. I'd sing the same song thirty times over if yeah. I could. Um, but uh, no, that that day I remember it was my little brother Todd. He, <laughs> he he I was just singing. He's like, man, like you you sound pretty dang good. You're killing yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. And I was like, oh okay. And then I, you know, I'm more of like a I don't want to say I'm an insecure person. Yeah. But I do value other people's opinions. Um, so it kind of took me a minute to get out of that shell. Of like, oh, I'm not good enough. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I can't do that. Until, you know, all these other people, you know, just kept telling me, man, you should really you should really do something with this. And then from then on, I mean, it really just, it really kind of just blew up. So. so how was the jump from, because you say you, you always sing in your car, yeah. correct? Yeah. How was that jump from singing in your car to singing in front of people? That was that was a big jump, but it was something it was something that I knew that I wanted and something that I knew I had to do. You know, for example, my very first my very first show, I actually moved back to Kentucky from Virginia. I had a job over in Virginia. This was in this was in March or April of this year. And, uh, and I was blessed enough to, to get uh, an invitation uh, to come out to this, um, to come out to the show that they host every night. Sorry, not every night, every Saturday night over in Harrisburg. And they were like, why don't you just come on out? And, you know, I, I had never sang in front of anybody. So <laughs> How was that? Like, what was that experience like? It was, I think after the very, no, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I think after the first five songs, I was okay. You know, because I think the first song that I ever did, you know, played live in front of anybody was... Uh, was Don't Close Your Eyes by Keith Whitley. And, uh, you know, I was met with a lot of, you know, just, uh, you know, a lot of hands clapping and, you know, cheers and stuff like that. I was like, oh, okay, well, here's another one, basically. That, that feedback definitely helps. Definitely, absolutely. All that all that positive, good stuff that you hear from people definitely helps you a lot and it motivates you to do more. So I know you're, you're a country music artist for all my viewers. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, uh, now, country music does get some backlash from society. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit about that and, you know, how you dealt with that as a country music artist. Yeah, uh, so, well, you know, so, like, there's a lot of people that don't, like, when you, when some people hear that they like country music, they're like, oh, like, this guy is whatever. But in my opinion, honestly, country music is, like, every, I'm not going to say every song, but all the hits and all the, all the good songs that you hear, you know, a lot of people have like lived through that, like I was saying earlier, and so that's I think that's why a lot of people like it and a lot of people don't. You know what I mean? It's like those people they can't relate to that. They can't relate to, to some of the things that they're yeah, saying, yeah, and yeah. I completely understand. You know, I, it I, makes I, sense. Yeah, yeah. Sense. But um, all the all the good ones are like, oh man, I could listen to all of them. You know, all the time, all the time. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Now, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, you going into the Air Force. You know, I think you went, correct me if I'm wrong, you went in the Air Force in 2016. 2016. 2016. Where did music stand at that point? Music was not a thing at that point. Really. I was still, look, I was still singing in the car and, and you know, like, oh, this, this album just dropped. Or, you know, one of my favorite singers just came out with a single. But it was never really... It was never really a thought until my last year in uh, 2020, and that was the year that I finished my four-year contract uh, in the Air Force. And so I was met with a decision, you know, like, you know, either either follow your dream, 
you know, put put all you have into it or work a nice job. You know what I mean? So I, I mean, honestly, like to me, that was a really hard decision. Because, it's a tough decision. Yeah, because I, you know, I had to give up all 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 this stuff. I had to sacrifice so much, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm I'm blessed, you know, to even be here. You know what I mean? So what made you go all in? That's a great question. I, oh, what made me go all in? I think I don't. I sometimes. I think I just thought to myself. I think I thought to myself in that in that scenario. You know, I was like, okay, well, you're either gonna do this, or you're gonna go do the thing that you've always wanted to do, because I have nothing really holding me back from, from right. doing that. And uh, and ever since I found out that I could, you know, that uh, that I could sing, yeah, uh, I kind of just jumped on that, and I jumped at every opportunity that I could, and uh, just made made a living from that. For sure, for sure. And you're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing what you love to do. That's the most important thing. Absolutely. I always tell yeah. my viewers that, like, you can do whatever you want, but make sure you're doing what you love to do because that's all that matters. Exactly. Um, let's throw a little bit into the songwriting process. What's that process like for you? Because I know every every artist is different. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> I've, I've heard, correct me if I'm wrong, I've heard, like, the songwriting process, you know, it hits you out of nowhere. Like is that true? That is, that is very true. Actually, that's very true. I wouldn't say a hundred percent of the time songs are made that way, but a lot of you know a lot of great songs just just happen like that. You know, you're driving down the road, or and you think of something like hmm, like that would that would sound good in a song. But for me, you know, songwriting is very it's very touchy for me because. There's so many things that I want to say in a song, and so many things that I want to influence other people in a song. Because music to me is more like uh, connecting with other people. I, that's 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 what it is to me. Like when I like when I'm here at Stagger or over at Two Keys or over in uh, Chattanooga or wherever there's a honky tonk or an acoustic uh, acoustic show. My goal is you know to sing. So that the the other people, you know, the people in the crowd can understand, like, oh, like he's really going through that, or like, or if it's just a fun song, like they and they sing back, then we're connecting. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, I I can't one hundred percent agree because I don't know. I'm not an artist. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying. I have an idea of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to uh, ask you about your advice to to. Any other artist that wants to sit in the chair that you're sitting in and wants to become a country music artist, um, what's the best advice that you could give those people? Just do it. You know, if you think that you've got the talent and if you, if you want it real bad, just start posting. That's that's what I did. I posted my very first um, video. I posted it on Facebook, and it, that was like the biggest. When I said earlier that I was like kind of insecure about some things, I was definitely insecure about. Yeah, that. the posting is a whole different yeah. level. Like, like singing in front of people is one thing, but then exactly. posting is another thing. Like you putting yourself out there to the world. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, exposing yourself. So yeah. So I mean, that's yeah. I mean, that's that's what I did, and uh, I had really positive feedback on it, and so I just kept making more and more, and then that's at that point, you know, when I knew that I, you know, that I could sing. I couldn't really play at the time because I just picked up a, a guitar. But when I knew that I could sing, I got you know I, I got a band together. And um, what was that process like getting that band together? Uh, it was it was a lot. It's it's a lot of connections. You know what I mean. So like that first show that I had, 
um, over in Harrisburg uh, that Saturday night. The uh, the leader, or sorry, not the leader, but the the host of it, uh, got me in contact with all these people, and you know, things just started trickling down. And I was like, connections. Yeah, it was just those connections, and so like those connections knew those connections, and then those connections knew those connections, and so. Yeah, you never you never know who you're you're yeah. talking to, who's related to exactly. who, who exactly. has you know whose number. Yeah. you know it's, it's it's a fascinating world. That's why you always should you know carry yourself yeah. the right way. Exactly, uh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, because you don't you don't want to upset the wrong person because you know they can if you're looking for somebody else, you know that same person could have known this person <laughs> that you were trying to get. You're screwed. Yeah, yeah, basically. Um, but you know I've I've, I've been blessed uh, in that area. My current band right now, um, they're they're really good. They're really great people, uh, and they know what they're doing. And we always just have a fun time, man. And when it and when it comes down to like the songwriting aspect of becoming the artist, uh, you know, being Chase Abrams, they're really they're really um, they're really helpful uh, and you know, letting me write songs or putting their own ideas on certain songs. For sure, Chase. Chase, I, I have a question. What's yeah. What's a setback that you've had in your career so far? And I know you're early in your career, but what's a setback that you've had um, in your career that you've, you've learned from, that you've overcome, that you, you know, um, got out of the trenches and, and, and grew, grew from? Uh, I, I would probably say, you know, it kind of connects to the last question, you know, sometimes you lose, sometimes you lose band members. I remember I, I had lost my first band member. He, uh, he had left for some, you know, some other reasons and. And uh, I was—I had never dealt with anything like that before, you know, when, when it comes to the music industry and the local music scene. Um, and so I was like, I was like, man, I don't have this guy playing this instrument this this Saturday night, you know. Right. And so me, I'm like a big—I think I'm a big like people pleaser, you know. I don't like to say no, or I don't like to say I can't, I can't make it. I've never done that. I've never said I can't make a show or anything. Like exactly, that. exactly. Um, but you know, the way that I bounce back is like. Again, those connections, you know, you just you reach out to more people, more people. And the day the day of, we, we, we got somebody to fill in on that certain instrument. And um, it might not sound like, like like a big problem, but when you're scheduled for something, and and uh, <laughs> especially full band, and it doesn't, and somebody like backs out or you know, somebody leaves, tough. Yeah, tough. then, you know, everybody's going to be caught off guard and on it's track. Tough. So. Like, you don't want to make a fool of yourself. Talk a little bit about Hook. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Hook is his latest single. If you want to check that out, it's on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to your music, it's it's on there. Talk a little bit about you know how you came up with that single, Hook. Yeah, well, it actually wasn't just me. It was my, it was my, uh, all the songwriters on the song is me, uh, my former drummer, um, a friend that I knew from middle school, and my best friend right now, uh, Chandler. We all just had, you know, the former drummer. He um, he came up with with the first verse and the chorus, and uh, it was really good. And I was like, "Wow, man! Like this is awesome!" And I remember meeting him for the first time, and he showed me that song. And uh, from then on, we just kind of worked with Hook. And right. so I ended up writing, I ended up writing the uh, like most of the second verse, and you know, the other guys uh, they they had a lot or two. And that really, that's that's where it came into fruition, you know, because you got you got to think of the music, which I'm, you know, blessed to say that I, I came up with the music on that one, and um, and yeah, I mean, it, it kind of just we released it, 
and you know for not having anything before you know yeah, nobody really you yeah. know paying attention you know it's 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 still pretty good right now and, I'm, sure. and yeah. I'm thankful for all the people that uh you know that, that had a help in writing that song and it's making some noise for sure for yeah sure. yeah we'll yeah. talk about a little, some of the the music that you got coming out i know you said you got a uh album coming out soon so what's that about uh, it's just, it's, it's my debut album. I'm super excited for it, man. It comes out uh, June 16th and, um, it's all of the things that I want to talk about in songs, like I said earlier, and, and uh, put all into one album. It's, um, you know, I, I, I think right now there's going to be around 14 or 15 tracks on it. Yep. And, uh, two of those are going to be more like bonus tracks, like covers. Uh, but the rest of it are like solely written I'm I think as of right now like 80 90 percent of it is completely original you know and, okay and the uh, the licensing recording uh, company is going to be responsible for, uh, for uh, producing mixing and mastering the album so I'm really excited about that I can't wait to have their name on that and um, and yeah that's yeah I'm, I'm super excited super excited now yeah I'm very excited for you Chase now, I know you we agreed that you will be performing one of your songs. What's the name of the song that you're going to be performing? Uh, I Don't Dance. I, I Don't Dance. dance. Okay. Yeah. We're going to have him sing a little bit. But before we do that, I like to, I always like to make my audience uh, a little bit more connected to my podcast. So what I do is uh, I have a Q&A session. So I have people from the audience Ask whatever they want to ask Chase. What <laughs> 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 you got a question? To? What's your favorite song on the album? My favorite song, Eleanor. It's titled Eleanor. I wrote that probably two months ago. I really like the music. It's got more of like a Tyler Childers vibe to it. Um, but I think the songwriting is my is my most favorite uh, of the entire album. I love the whole album. Don't get me wrong, but that song in particular kind of hits me a little bit harder. Great question. Yeah, we, we kind of touched on that a little bit earlier, but I'll, I'll definitely answer again with a little more uh, uh, meat on it. Uh, Keith Whitley. Uh, I don't know if you know who that is, but Keith Whitley is, is a huge impact on my life, a uh, huge influence, everything music-wise. Uh, George Strait, obviously, you know, 60 number ones, and, you know, I've probably listened to all of them over 100 times. You know, they're really good. Uh, and another one, mm, let's get Travis Tritt. Travis Tridd, Tracy Lawrence, uh, uh, Randy Travis, uh, Chris Stapleton, Tyler Childers. Those are probably the biggest. Great question. Johnny Depp? <laughs> yeah, Johnny Depp. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, before I let my guests go, I always end out with one question. It's what's next. Since we're on What's Next podcast, what you got coming up next, Chase? Well, uh, in the close area, Stagger, uh, this Thursday night, um, uh, you know, a bunch of local gigs. But what's next? Hopefully Nashville, something like that. You know what I mean? Hopefully I'll make that jump like we talked about earlier. Uh, nice place make to that be. move down. Yeah, yeah. It would be. That'd be very nice. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming out. We're going to let him perform his hit song that's coming out on his next album. Um, if you haven't subscribed to our channel yet, uh, make sure you do that. That will help us out a lot. Um, like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on all social media accounts. And I'm going to let Chase do his thing. Okay? Awesome, man. Appreciate you. Thank you guys for coming out.
Too many times a day, so many ways to say that I wouldn't hurt you. These bars are closing down, Mr. Daniel's getting out, you can see it too. So if you wouldn't mind, take this hand of mine and show me around the floor. It's been a long week and I'm tired of feeling weak. I'll give you what you ask for. I don't care what they say. I'm moving with urgency to the band. Your pearl sitting on your chest. Says it'd be a shame if you didn't prance or take this chance. No one else Cause I don't dance This place is filling up With people getting drunk Should we move along Don't worry about your tab I'll get it with the cab Am I wrong? You can lay that old bar stool Cause I've never once been a fool It don't matter what they think Cause I don't care what they say I'm moving with urgency Sitting on your chest Is it be a shame If you didn't prance Or take this chance Oh I wouldn't ask No one else Cause I don't I'm also doing with a rough cold, so that was very, was very one rough on those. Songs. One more song. Hillary, you want to hear that one? I kind of want to hear that one. That's a good song. <laughs> If I were alone in the desert Without a drink of water around On my knees and hands in that white scorching sand The hot air sun beating down If I could be granted my wishes And anything I want would come true Well I know it might sound funny but here's what I'd want you to do Tell Lori I love her Tell Lori I need her And tell her everything would be okay If I could just see her Tell Lori I love her Tell Lori I need her 
If I laid this whole world, Taylor, she's the only girl for me. If I were adrift on the ocean, a vessel with no sail to steam, floating aimlessly on an endless sea, hopelessly lost it would seem. All of the fish in the water Could echo my last dying plea Well, I know you might not understand it But here's what I'd want it to be Tell Lori I love her Tell Lori I need her Tell her everything would be okay if I could just see her Tell Lori I love her Tell Lori I need her And if I leave this world Tell her she's the only girl for me And if I leave this world Tell her she's the only girl for me Episodes and exclusive content, subscribe to What's Next with Rio.